0: This is Mos Tower. We are tracking you. Head for Bay
1: 3-5, over. Copy that. Locked in for 3-5. Welcome to Docking Bay 3-5. We're but a humble hangar out on the desert planet of Tatooine. And this is Transmission 6. Welcome, I am your host Vinny.
0: And I'm your co-hostess with the mostest Sharon. Oh.
1: Whoa, ho, 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 ho. Actually, before we get into the episode, uh, how was your weekend?
0: Oh, I went out with the coolest boy doing the coolest things. His name is Vinny. Oh. And oh, uh, it was nice. So, basically, for those to, uh, to spell it out a bit more for our listeners, um, Vinny and I got to see each other this weekend. And it's very rare because we. we at or in a long distance relationship, Well and we're for eight now. hours apart from each other. Eight and so a half. It was a, good day. it was a big deal that Vinny was here. Yay! Yay! Pew 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 pew.
1: Um. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, other than us hanging out, anything exciting
0: go on? Oh, I didn't poop myself on stage while I did my lightsaber performance. See, so I told myself. you you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, so we went to the Del Mar Fairgrounds um over in San in the San Diego County area, and um, Saber oh, found, like, they, not yeah, Breakfast not breakfast Breakfast Breakfast. It's like this traveling Lego convention, sort of like a convention, uh, but it's like mostly Lego. For some reason, they always invite Star Wars people, and so it was great because we um were able to put on um a saber guild performance it's like the first one where solely um like where solely like the San Diego Temple was putting on a show um so it was sort of like a big deal and i was very stressed about it but i'm very glad that i i did my lightsaber choreography good i i was good e- i was good at being an evil boy
1: uh, yes um, uh, we should uh I'll upload a little bit of your fight if you don't mind to our social oh. medias. Uh oh. follow us anytime at talking bay three five on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at talkingbay three five at gmail dot com. Do you great. like how I sneaked in that business?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> no, it was really fun. Um it was really I was really glad that you're able to make it out. Um and it's so strange. Like it, it's it's because I forgot my Mandalorian pants. And, um, and so I, I couldn't um, dress up as a Mando with you, but it was really nice um, the day that I went um, before you arrived. Um, it's just really strange how much. Um, like, I guess I just haven't been to a con since the Mandalorian came out because the Mandalorian came out in December. There's sort of a lull in terms of trooping um, in January and then and then things sort of start picking up around this time. And so it's really surprising to me to see, like, so many kids, like, looking at me or looking at you and being like, is that Din Djarin? <laughs> and, like, I don't know, like, it's, or just getting really excited about, like, the Mandalorian. Oh, 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 I and,
1: remember like, really you showing me this kid who walked up and was like, is that Din Djarin to my helmet? And you were like, no, that's Stolas." And the kid just, like, was, like, hmm, and then walked away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, I mean, like, I like, I feel like um, it, it was just, it, it was weirdly validating and special to, like, go to a place and, like, uh, to dress up as a character that really means a lot to you, and for it to suddenly be, like, somebody that everyone cares about. Um, it was really nice, and, yeah, it, it was... Like, I know that there are a lot of people that sort of complain that, like, oh, everyone's just jumping on this Mandalorian, like, bandwagon, and they're, like, quote-unquote, not real fans. But I don't know. I, I really enjoy that suddenly people are really interested in something that I've always been interested in. Oh, I know. Um, For, like,
1: the past five years, we've definitely seen that, like, interest in Mandalorians blossom into, like, this beautiful, like... Thing where people actually know what the heck I am when I don my armor. Like, yeah, it's cool. We're, it's kind of like the show where, like, before uh, we were this, like, we had been purged, but now, like, we're regrowing. <laughs> the Empire came in and used their uh, E-Web repeating blasters, and uh, now we're just, like, now we have the Rising Phoenixes and all of the flashy lights and gauntlets that do many things, like blow bubbles.
0: <laughs> I feel like that was such a dense sentence, so full of references, um, that I feel like not even the most learned Star Wars people will understand. Like they'll uh, probably be like, what do you mean, bubbles?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, well... Uh... If you didn't know, I built a Mandalorian bubble gauntlet. If you know Boba Fett or even Din Djarin, they their go-to is a flamethrower. Uh, well, Stolas Amari was just like, "F that! My go-to is gonna be a bubble gun."
0: Bubbles. Well, I mean, like <laughs> it's it's pretty cute and. It makes a lot of sense. You can't have an actual flamethrower and also be expected to like hang out with kids and stuff. So, right. um, but Bubbles, I'm a ride at parties. Truly
1: the first barred Mandalorian. Actually this uh-huh. weekend I actually learned how to do the uh Lulu Lulu do-loo on my best best Best
0: Yeah, yeah, you did great. Um that that best has stabbed one too many people. <laughs> and it definitely needs to be retuned but yeah it's
1: not tuned at all <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, what was what was your favorite thing from this weekend
1: uh well shoot well all around just seeing you you know like we kind of like Aww. get to visit each other once a month which is cool like for long distance relationships like as far as those go i know other people in long distance relationships and unfortunately they don't give uh, the luck or opportunity to visit their significant other as frequently as we do. So I'm definitely appreciative of every time I I, like actually get to see your face. Um, I know your face is so handsome. Oh, stop. You're just trying to butter me up. Um... No,
0: no, no. (laughs) Okay. No, I was thinking, I wasn't thinking that your favorite thing this weekend was, um, was was me? I was thinking that you were gonna talk about um, Rise of the Resistance.
1: Uh... Oh! <laughs> I mean, yeah, that too. So
0: <laughs> yeah, we went to breakfast. We went to breakfast on like Saturday and Sunday, but on Monday it was President's Day, and on President's Day we ignore who the president is and we go to Disneyland. Yeah, and,
1: at six uh... in the morning.
0: <laughs> oh God! Okay. So, I mean, I'm sure that most people who are listening like know, but if you don't, oh my God, Rise of the Resistance—it's the new Star Wars ride that came up, and it's like the, it's like the ride that everyone wanted to come out at the beginning, but it just didn't because, um, it has all these things, and there's there's so much maintenance required, and and it's like this really complicated ride, and. Having written it, I finally understand why it's so complicated and why it was delayed for forever. But this all to say, oh my god, was it such a process just to even get our foot in just the door for this ride? to right? get
1: a boarding group. Like, so, first of all, so Sunday, we went to BrickFest. I flew in at, like... I. I had a red eye, so I had to get on the plane around 6.45, landed about 7-something-ish, got picked up around 8, and then Sheridan and I drove over to um, oh, the Del Mar Fairgrounds? Yes. Um, Yeah, it's it was so fun. Uh, but, like, yeah, so we trooped all day. I'm hot and bothered, all sweaty and stuff. And then we look at each other and are like, well, it's time to go to Anaheim. Um, uh, so we ate dinner real quick with your sister and
0: mm-hmm.
1: had some really good kebabs, um, kebabs. kebabs. And then we drove all the way down to our Airbnb, which I thought was like five blocks away from the park, but it ended up being like 12, which. I
0: feel like this always happens to us. Yeah. Like an Airbnb is always advertised to be. And it makes sense for like the Airbnb person to make an ad that that says like near Ant- like near Disneyland. Yeah, you could totally
1: um, walk there if you wanted to. No, that's I mean, not what happened with us.
0: Like <laughs> uh, you could do it. Um, but I will say, yeah, like it's um. But yeah, like I uh, I don't know, like because the air. With Airbnb, you can't... They don't actually give you your address until, like, the day of the reservation, right? Like, it's like a security thing. So they don't really give you the address until much later, and when they do... um. Like, before that, they give you, like, what? Like, a 15-mile radius of roughly where their house
1: is? Right, exactly. So So you don't actually know where it is. And my dumb butt looked at that map and was like, Oh, yeah, that's, like, five blocks away from the park. We could probably walk there.
0: Like, you saw the edge of, like, that radius. And was just like, ah. Sweet.
1: Yeah, and and it ended up being, like, a 20-minute car ride. Which wasn't that bad, like. That's, unfortunately, like, we we got to the Airbnb around 9 or 10. No, definitely 10, 10 something, 10.30, I think. And then we had to, like, shower and stuff, so we got to bed around 11.30, and then promptly had to wake up around 5 the next morning.
0: Yes. I think Uh, you're
1: telling me, I don't think you slept, like, a wink. I
0: i did not sleep because i was so anxious so um for people who listen to podcasts um and have time to listen to many podcasts uh i listened to the rex and around podcast um before we went and it was the most hor. no i mean the rex and around podcast it's pretty fun like it's really chill but oh my god was it the most horrifying thing to listen to of like like there was like um like they just had like this guest over who like he he flew in from London to fly or to get on like Rise of the Resistance. So like he like he like had um I think he knew one of like the people that were plaid that like chauffeur people around. Ooh, and
1: the plaid, you, you
0: could actually you could actually listen to the um, Rex and Around podcast and uh, and get the whole scoop. Um, but basically, like he explained like how how difficult it was. Um, so. From what I gleaned after like talking to a bunch of people was, is that you have to get into the park before it opens, um, and then basically wait in like a uh, wait like in the lines
1: for the front and, gates.
0: Yeah, at the front gates, they'll let you in early, um, but they will only like let you walk a certain um, a certain length within to the park. Like I think up until like the end of Main Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I then, think you,
1: it's like that little round area where Walt and Mickey are standing,
0: right? Um, and then basically what happens from there is that you then have access to a specific portion of the Disneyland app, and in that app is like um, sort of like a button for you to like get a boarding group. Now the boarding group app will only f- like start letting you push that button right at. Right at the op- the actual opening of the entire park, which is at 8, 8, 8 a.m. So, and like the way that like Rex and around, and literally every other person like that has been to um, Disneyland for Rise of the Resistance has explained like how like it's just sort of mortifying being on Main Street because there's so many people, and like I didn't even like understand the scope of it until I was actually there. Um, but there's like so many people, and like You could hear, like, people, like, be, like, like, screaming and, like, like, tears of joy. Yeah, I mean, no, just
1: the eerie silence at, like, 8.58, like, that was, I've never heard the park that quiet in my life. I should have filmed it, like, you could hear a pin drop, probably, like, the suspense of everybody looking down at their phone and, like, their little pods uh looking out for eight o'clock and uh luckily your phone did it you got us into a boarding group
0: oh my god thank god (laughs) i was so anxious because um and maybe this is like exaggerated or maybe this is like something that was more palpable in the earlier days of the ride um like before like weeks before when we got on um But, like, the way that Rex and Around was describing it, like, like, during the day that it was, like, out, like, there were, like, there were, like, children in, like, stormtrooper costumes, like, crying. Like, there were people that, like, were so upset and, like, were visibly shaking as they like, tried to tap their phones. Like, I think we're pretty privileged to live in California. Like, obviously, you live, like, pretty far from Disneyland, and I do, too. But it's not too hard for us to, like, go back. But, like, I can't imagine what it is for, like, people in, um, like, people that flew out from, like, out of state to, like, Oh, my come gosh. Here.
1: That makes me feel um, terrible. Because we yeah. had, like, boarding group 12. And, like,
0: yeah, and we in were, theory, and, like, we could
1: have boarded at, like, 930 if we wanted to. But we're like, no, let's take our time. We get, like, an extra hour. We have our boarding group. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, yeah, I know. It's, I didn't. It, it, oh, it's...
1: I remember you telling me about like the Rex and Around episode and like mm-hmm. the fact that there were like kids in costume weeping. Oh, now my heartstrings are all like sad.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean. But to also, say like,
1: ha ha ha! We got the ride right Rise at the oh resistance. My God.
0: I know, like, because I was like, I like when I listened to that episode. I was in my in my mind. It was like. I'm never going to like just scream out laughing in the middle of main street while other people are clearly trying to get their boarding rooms. That's rude. And then, (laughs) (laughs) but I was so full of anxiety because I thought that I would be like, that like we would, we would go through this effort of getting an Airbnb that we would go through this effort of like driving after a troop and like getting and like forcing ourselves into the small window of time just to like try and um, get on this ride. And that like, the money that we spent on the airbnb that the money that we spent like on um on like gas to get there and like all sort of be for nothing well i mean like obviously we'd still go to disneyland but like it like but like the whole point of like of like waking up early and not getting any sleep that it would just be for nothing and we would never ride the ride um and so it, it like i it, there was such a moment of like utter relief and elation that I couldn't help but like laugh and like scream a little and oh god it was like all the things that like um how does Obi-Wan say it like all the things that I was supposed to destroy
1: yeah it was just kind of like that episode uh episode uh ah, sorry it's kind of like that episode 5 scene where the rebels like just barely made it off uh Hoth and everybody's like the last transport is away
0: yeah! <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's very um yeah it's very strange, um, but it's yeah I'm but it was wow like but but that was all just trying to get onto the ride. I know
1: um, like that the just the process. I'm I'm glad I didn't see like a little kid cry because it would have broken my heart and I would not have had a good time at all.
0: I feel like we were blissfully ignorant though cause, like, <laughs> we were pretty quick to go to Star Force, like right afterwards just oh like...
1: yeah we were just <laughs> like it's time we just gotta get out of this area so too bad so sad ha 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 so sorry oh my <laughs> I'm slowly <laughs> turning Sweet. into Jim oops
0: uh, uh, <laughs> oh no um
1: um 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 yeah uh, but also Star Tours. That was dope. We got to ride the Episode Nine version uh tour, and uh, it's kind of the uh, it's kind of a scary one, especially it's the scary. uh uh Endor moon scene where we go inside the Death Star.
0: You know what's scary about it is the nauseous feeling of having had like too much breakfast and like. Oh. A uh, feeling like, like the simulate the simulacra of um being in the Ochan, oh, oh, like I, I okay, like I definitely think that if you're gonna go to Star Tours, that you should, you should have like a strong stomach, because like between the 3D glasses and like um being whooshed around in water, it, it can it can be a little powerful.
1: Um, yeah, just like. The strength of like Dianoga's. Um, is that yes.
0: is that the? Well, anyways. Um.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the who, that's the. Thing we're not here the, to talk Cheshire about effect. Star
0: Wars. Everyone knows how Star Tours is. Vinny, talk about how you feel about like Rise of the Resistance. Boiler alert
1: for the new whoa, ride. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Spoilers. Spoilers. We're about to really. Well, Rise of the Resistance, I recommend skipping to 47 minutes and 10 seconds. Alright, thank you for listening. Um, so, Rise of the Resistance was dope AF, as the kids would say. And, um, it's kind of like a three-part experience. The first part is just a line in and of itself where you're just kind of bobbing and weaving through, uh... Secret rebel base on, uh, I almost said Ochto <laughs> on Blackspire. Uh, yeah. Where you kind of like walk through and you're seeing all of the supplies she snuck in and, uh, like, uh, the, some of some maps, lots of star maps, and, uh, some, uh, oh, medical supplies of... and thermal lots detonators yeah like the whole like just all of the props are super detailed i touched everything of course I, love it.
0: <laughs> I really um i really love um when you get like a little further in um there there's like these racks where you can see like used like cost or not used like i, I don't think they're screen used but like um costumes of um like Paige's costume and uh the X-wing pilot, or yeah, the Resistance X-wing pilots. Um, oh I, yeah, I really appreciate. They look, that they all look really good.
1: Movies. Um, just like there's like A280s and whatever the heck the Rebels use in Episode Seven through Nine. Uh, the those rifles and uh, yeah, just that the line is such a fun like experience. There's also like a callback to the Jungle Cruise where you get to see the backside of water. Whoa!
0: Whoa! <laughs> oh my god, the backside of water. I um, but I feel like Disneyland um is is so great when it comes to um having good lines. You know what I mean.
1: No, oh, yeah, like, like I, I totally got, like, Indiana Jones vibes. And that's, like, the best way I could think to, like, describe just the line. It's interactive, and, like, you feel like you're going into uh, a, rebel, a rebel base, you know? And uh, that, this is only the line. And uh, once you're through the line, uh, you start with... BB eight and uh, what looks to be some sort of communicator uh and hollow emitter.
0: Yeah, hollow emitter of Ray.
1: Yeah, we get to see Ray. Like I, oh, I was so blown away on how good it looked. Like you look at it and you're like, "Where's the glass panel? Where is it?" But that's the thing. They don't. There is no. I don't think there is one. But I, if there is, I didn't see it on my first go. Like, you see know. this beautiful hologram. Like, it's so clear and crisp.
0: Is it, like, the same technology that, like, had Tupac Shakur perform, <laughs> like, a while ago? Like, Because that was what I was wondering. I it... didn't,
1: like, but you could see, like, the glass panel. This didn't look like that. Like, it kind of just looked like the hollow emitter. And, like, it's probably more like... um it's probably more like the haunted mansion, you know, where it's uh, projecting off of a mirror somewhere, and they're just hiding it really well. Like that's just Disney being like, "We're gonna perfect this craft that we've been working on."
0: Why does dis Why does Disney sound like uh, George Lucas?
1: Um, I it's because one of the only things like it's this is my Bob Iger. He sounds he sounds like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like George Lucas. In my um, mind. Everybody sounds like
1: George Lucas. But yeah, so... So... Once you get your message from... Once we get the message from Ray, She's just like... Ah! The base on Black Spire's no longer safe. You need to get out of there... Before the Force Order gets you. And you're like... Oh no! (laughs) Um... And then Poe like... I got your back. Just get into the transport. And I got your six. Um... And then Ray's like BB-8, don't you have to get ready for pre-f- pre-flight? And that's when you know you're ready to get on with your mission. And uh, the doors open up, and BB-8 walks away, rolls away, and then you're greeted <laughs> BB8 by sprouts this. sprouts legs. Yes, he sprouts legs, and, uh, and he's just like forearms, like General steps. Grievous.
0: Oh, just like uh <laughs> Oh, hello there.
1: Hello. Hello there. <laughs> um. <laughs> So once the doors open from the hollow emitter room, you're greeted by this beautiful shuttle. And to the right of it is the black X-Wing from The Last Jedi. And uh, if you look very closely, you could see Poe Dameron sitting in the cockpit. And BB-8, he's ready to take off. Wait, Poe Dameron was sitting there? Yeah, weren't you looking inside the ship? Poe Dameron was sitting inside the ship.
0: I I honestly felt so rushed to like get to the other side. That I, I know like, oh, I
1: felt the same way. But honestly, now that we know what we're doing, we should definitely take our time and like experience it. Like I feel you in that we're like, it's not that you you are rushed. It's more like you feel rushed because it's so intense.
0: It is intense. My heart was beating so fast.
1: Yeah, um... I was just like, ah, ah. I got a mission! We gotta go! <laughs> um We're not safe. Um uh, yeah, so uh you get onto this ship, they're ready for takeoff, and it's kinda like start towards 2.0. Uh you're greeted by both Oh, what's his name? What's his name? Neonub? Ne no, not Neonub, uh but Neonub's the pilot on this ship. It's so cool. Like Neonub's just like Hyper Hyper. Oh, I don't remember his lines exactly, and I don't want to make fun of Tagalog. but like, he's just like, yeah, we're ready for takeoff. And then this this new, oh, what's his name, Lieutenant? Ah, uh, Lieutenant Beck. Yeah, he's your, your he's like your commanding officer, and he's just like, he
0: looks listen like up, Admiral recruits.
1: Rapp. Yeah, he looks just like Admiral Radis from um um Rogue One,
0: yeah, a Star Wars story. Makes me wonder if he, like, sort of carried the flag, like the moist, moist flag of the Mont Calamari.
1: Probs, Bobs, because, like, our favorite admiral's dead. R.I.P., Admiral Avakbar. It Let's was have a trap. A
0: moment of silence. <sighs> All right, anyways, and so, um, <laughs> sorry to pick off where Vinny was going, um, so you get like stuck in a tractor beam of like the five hundred first, and things get like jostled around, and then suddenly five hundred
1: first, the first order.
0: I mean, yeah, shit, whatever. <laughs> They're all space Nazis. Um, they and then like the doors open, and suddenly you're not in like Batu anymore, but you're inside of um uh, of like a super star destroyer, and like you just see a bunch of first order stormtroopers like just staring at you and it's the moment in which everyone is desperately trying to get a selfie so desperately
1: everyone wants a selfie in front of the legion of stormtroopers and meanwhile yeah, me and you were like trying to play it cool cuz we're dressed like uh resistance boys where we're wearing our uh resistance general patches uh custom made by Vinny uh thank you. Uh, and <laughs> uh <laughs> Um and uh the first order were like following us, they're like keep moving sympathizers and I'm just like putting my hand over my face, being like talk to the hand. We
0: went we went with um we went with a good friend, um, who he like really wanted to like have like a nice selfie of um himself in front of the stormtroopers.
1: Yeah, we could like thank you, Stuart. Like without all your help, like all of this wouldn't have been made possible like he's really the one who like walked us through the actual like hands on he like gave us like actual hands-on help and we're like and he got there even earlier than we did the nut he was just like hey where are y'all and we were like oh we're still in the parking garage and he's like i'm already in line
0: (laughs) he's like he he was fourth
1: in line to get into the park it was absolutely fantastic
0: yeah. Oh my God. Bless him. He deserves all the ronto wraps. May it rain. We, down yeah. Every stack.
1: time we go with Stuart, we just have to make it a running gag where we get him infinite about of ronto wraps.
0: Yes, and pool noodles for his his seat cracks. Yes. Um.
1: Um. But this all to we? say
0: like, oh my God. Um. Anyway, so. Um. Our friend he he tries to get a selfie. Um. And like. W- like we're trying to like take our time to like get a nice picture of him, but like the five of fir- or sorry, the first order guards are just like so mad about it.
1: <laughs> They're like way, move like, along, uh,
0: sympathizers. Like they they keep like I like it's it's like so hard for me to tell like it like the way that they act and like the just like the manner that they have. It's so um. It's just so convincing. Yeah, and like I actually felt like I sta- was being
1: arrested by space fascists.
0: Yeah, and, like, the way that it was so, um... The way that, like, the, like the whole place is lit, you really do feel like you're on a movie set. Yeah, like, not
1: even just a movie set, like, it was nearly flawless how the transition worked, where it's just, like, if I were, like, a kid... Like, I'd be convinced that I was on a Star Destroyer. Like, the only reason, like, that gave it away was like, hmm, this looks like it was cut out of Sintra. Do you see these cut marks and how uh, the grain is still right there? Ugh, the life of a prop maker. Anyways, I um, still don't
0: think that it was, like, laser cut. I think it was CNC. Oh,
1: no, no, no. It was definitely CNC. Like, you could definitely, like, they should have taken the time to sand down the edges that made them smooth. But, like, they They kind of, like, were behind.
0: They're not going to go in and be like, okay, I want to apply to the Mando Mercs. I'm a wall. (laughs) You know, like, I, no.
1: Oh, no, I'm sorry. Your spacing's a bit off, and I see your print lines.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, but so yeah, yeah we got, got arrested by thing, space
1: fascists.
0: The one thing that only the only thing that sort of takes you out of the illusion is the fact that there are a bunch of people who clearly look like they're in Disneyland.
1: Right. Um. Right. And are... then there was us doing our best to look like the employees of Disneyland, but not look like the employees of Disneyland so we don't get so, kicked out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, but it it is, like, just an an amazing simulation of, like, what it is to, like, be, like, I sort of (laughs) want to compare this experience to, like, the VR thing that, like, allegedly there's, like, some kind of Star Wars VR thing in downtown Disney, and, like, how much that even compares, if at all.
1: Oh, right, to this. Then when they told me Galaxy's Edge was gonna be Star Wars Renaissance Fair... This is exactly what I imagined. It's beautiful. Like, every part of, like, the three-part uh, experience is dope. Like, we, we're only halfway through it, too. Like, we haven't even gotten to the actual ride part of this ride.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, to get back to the narrative of it, you basically get separated into groups. By um,
1: color, I think?
0: Yeah, but I mean these groups are sort of predetermined, and you go and once you um, are put together in these groups, you get put into cells, and then in the cells, um, like you, you feel sort of hopeless, but then pow, the resistance, um, lasers a door out of the wall. Um,
1: yeah, and then like you could kind of like, well, first you're like semi integral Interrogated sorry, interrogation. Interrog ah
0: Interrogated
1: Interrogated by uh General Hux and Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. Um and they're like meow, meow, meow. we will be right back and then like you hear like clanking and like what sounds like it could be Finn and like you just hear a bunch of chatter and then out of nowhere like this silhouette Of, like, the scene from A New Hope where you see, like, the cuts start and start to form the shape of a door. And then the door opens and you're greeted by resistance. And they're like, are you all right? Like, they, like, this was, it was so nice. Like, the resistance people were like, is everybody okay? Like, they're just reassuring that everything's fine. Like, again, if I was a kid and, like, I went through this experience, (laughs) I would be freaking terrified. Um, Side tangent. Sorry, got to go on this tangent real quick. Um in Universal Studios, did have you ever been to Universal Studios' um no. Terminator 3D ride? I've never been to Universal
0: Studios ever.
1: Oh, um well, maybe we could go one day and hopefully that's still standing. Well, anyways, there's this 3D like <laughs> Terminator ride and like it kind of starts off where it's interactive where it's just like skynet where the future and then like and it, like showing flowers and kids running through fields and like butterflies that are battery powered and whatnot and then sarah connor comes out and it's just like everyone's gonna die and then me, <laughs> me being like a kid at the time i was freaking terrified of what was to come next like i didn't know what reality and what was reality and what was fake like i looked at this transmission from sarah connor it was like i'm gonna die but i'm only like eight what's going on and like we go to the right i'm bawling and my dad's just like oh son you'll be fine it's just it's all ah! fake it's all fake son And I'm just like, no, we're going to die. (laughs) And then then the robots are going to get us. And there's going to be a nuke. And And then, like, we go on the experience. And then I'm this, like, and basically the end of that story is that's how I became a Terminator fan. But, like, yeah. So, like, that's kind of like the same vibe. If I were a... Yeah, but basically, same vibe. If I were a kid, and, like, this were all the going to happen, and some space fascists from Star Wars, like, put me in a cell that was, like, getting smaller and smaller at the end, and, like, Kylo Ren's just like, I'm gonna get you! I'm, I'm, like, if I were a kid, I'd be like, ah! No! Don't do that! Like, it's so cool. Like, there's this force effect that they use for Kylo Ren, and he kind of, like, Feel it when he uses the force, and you're just like, Ugh espantoso." Um, <laughs> that means "spoopy," um, but yeah. So basically, that was my little tangent to say like I'm super glad that the resistance are like so kind. Like the resistance are so kind to you, and they're so reassuring that you're gonna be okay. Like if you didn't feel okay right there in that moment, like they're just so nice. And they're like, we have to get going. Like the first order will be right back. They're trailing us. Get to the ships, and you board this uh little, uh, what would you call that? It's not a speeder exactly. It's kind of like a space cart.
0: Space cart. Yeah. Uh, space space. Uh, uh, what? Yeah, space what cart. Oh, what it's unit? Sort of similar to what Dinjarin uses, right. Um, to get around.
1: Right in uh episode four. Um sanctuary, yeah, um, kind of, but with like seats, it's like a three six it, it could hold three six uh nine it nine people six at people. a time, is it six no, six people Ah, yeah it's six. okay, yeah, um, so you're uh you get on and you have a droid pilot, i think it's an r six,
0: no, r six has a round dome, it's an r five isn't it
1: I think so. You're probably right. And this Or
0: maybe a C ten. Like a chopper. Something like that. No, it has definitely... the more
1: choppery type head, yeah.
0: No, I mean like it it looks it looks like an R five unit. I like I called it R five.
1: Right. It's the one with the uh like Oh Pentagon head with the three eyes. <laughs>
0: Pentagon?
1: I don't know. What do you call that? What would you call that type of head?
0: Trapezoid.
1: Trapezoid, like that a... one. Yeah. Uh I hit
0: the whole terminated cone. Um uh, but yeah, he... sweet, sweet R five Always gets oh, the man. love pets.
1: Good boy pets. Good boy. Always give yes. always give your droid good boy pets. And I say boy as in B O I because it's gender neutral. Um Good boy. Um yeah, so we get on our designated droid cart and uh finn comes on the screen is just like we need to get you off this ship and you're all and i was just like yes general um and um yeah so uh do you want to go over this part
0: honestly i like so many things happen so quickly (laughs) that i don't i don't think i can easily like recollect what happens in what order um So, like, this is, like, sort of to get to your point about, like, how, like, as a kid, like, this must be so convincing. But honestly, as an adult, it's just as convincing. Like, it's sort of surreal how, like, in Star Wars you are. Like, you see AT-ATs at scale and you weave around, like, their freaking legs. You, like, Like, see, like, the large turbines. At some point you get into space and you're just like, how did I get into space? And then you're falling, and you're just like, ah! But, like, you're not falling that much because, like, I don't think they made you wear seatbelts. No, they didn't make no, you No, they wear did.
1: Seatbelts. It's kind of like Star Tours, where you just put the lap uh, lap belt over from uh, left to right. Click.
0: Yeah, and, um... but I could it, so, like, and I know that, like, people have advertised this a lot, so m- m- I f- I'm sure everyone knows that, like, the right is trackless. So there's no track. It's actually, um, and the reason why Rise of Skywalker, according to the rumors that I've heard, the reason why Rise of Skywalker, or, sorry, not Rise of Skywalker, Rise of the Resistance took so long to get out and for people to be able to ride it is because of the fact that it is trackless. And that the, from what I understand, like once the, like the droid is actually like the computer of the entire um, cart that you're, that you're being driven around in. So it it practically is what it what it, the simula like the simulation is supposed to be of, to some extent. And like, apparently, like the problem was is that the computers weren't quick enough to switch like in between rooms, and because of that, um, the like and because of that, like the carts would sometimes like run into each other or like oh, snap. run into like parts. Of the ride, and obviously, like, that's a hazard, and Disney doesn't want that, and that's why it took so long. Um, and oh my god, was I so afraid because I kept on thinking of those rumors in the back of my head as we were being thrown around the, like the Star destroy. Oh, right. there's so many things, like, we're getting like, shot Kyle at. Ran, like, there's a, like there's it's... a,
1: there's a, oh, what's that droid? It's oh, pro- not a protocol droid, uh, the big
0: and... uh, probe droid.
1: Yeah, probe droid. Sorry, so many p's. P p uh, Yeah, this I never knew. Like the sheer size of a probe droid. That
0: thing was gigantic. I was so gigantic. Yeah, it's like really cool to see like the scale of things, and to like not see things as like images on your screen, but in like a three dimensional sense. It's right. like it was so cool. Like it. Um, oh, Sharon, did I ever tell you? It was kind sort of you... astounding. Also, okay. as a
1: kid, I had a nightmare. That I was being, uh, so basically I was Dak, and then like, uh, with Luke on Hoth, and then our so little you, speeder you goes mean- down, and then I had a nightmare that I got stomped and trampled by an at-at. So whenever like, mm-hmm. I see, or like hear an at-at, I just flinch just a little bit. Like, I'm, I think <laughs> I'm over it, but like, I still have that little like tinge of like, ha, ah, it's an at-at. Like the, the the sheer scale, it's just like amazing. But yeah, sorry, I digress.
0: It's okay. I love you.
1: God. Well, after the ad at scene, we kind of get chased by Kylo Ren.
0: Yeah, he like um oh it's sort of amazing. Like so, you you go you run into this elevator, not run, but you like zoom into this elevator, Kylo Ren like the elevator doors close on Kylo Ren you think you're free and then there's a lightsaber that like jets out from the ceiling and you're just yeah, like just oh like, ah! it's going to eat
1: me um i'm
0: so amazed by like you how, could see Kylo
1: Ren that. coming at you like you just barely make it to a lift and uh the doors close as Kylo Ren approaches and uh you could that's the thing like you hear like a thud on the top of the elevator like something landed and then out of the blue comes a lightsaber and it starts cutting a hole and everybody's just like ah! or at least I was um, <laughs> I was too it was it was really cool it was so, so cool and then uh, we get to see the turbo lasers which was dope and you kind of play like frogger between them Um and then lucky enough you make it to the escape pods and uh, there's a tiny little like okay 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 spoiler alert I mean I warned you at the beginning but it's there's kind of like this tower of terror vibe um where like you have like a short little like drop because your dropship is falling back to Ba two. Um, where you safely land out in the outskirts and um, everyone's just like welcome to the resistance you did it, you survived and now your home is safe thanks to you and your droid so always give your droid some good boy pets um, because never underestimate a droid exactly um, yeah. yeah and that's kind of like The ride in the nutshell. Um, It really, like, 10 out of 10, would ride again. Every time. Um, Like, my favorite ride at Disneyland besides Star Tours is Indiana Jones. And, like, this just, like, tops it. Like, I'm absolutely in love with this ride. Like, I'm definitely glad they built it. And, to me, it'll become a classic, and I look forward to riding it again.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for like, it's so strange because I know that there's just going to be so many different iterations of it. Like, I can't wait for the Nightmare Before Christmas version <laughs> of All oh, right.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of it. Like, with both rides in Galaxy's Edge, like, the Smugglers run, like, I keep hearing rumors of new missions there, and, like, in theory, uh, they could always update the uh, Rise of the Resistance with the... Uh, Post episode nine content if they wanted to, but uh, I don't know how they would do it because Kylo Ren is dead.
0: Uh, oh, spoilers, Vinny. Oh, I mean, sorry, episode I, nine but, spoilers. But the thing about like, but the thing about like, um, the rise of the resistance and Batu in general is that it it is like sort of anachronistic. Like Kylo Ren is referred to as like the supreme leader, but for some reason, Poe still has his black and an orange like x-wing ship even though it should have been blown up before you know what i mean right like it it sort of exists in this liminal space and i think it's fine to be in a liminal space i mean Um, just
1: like galaxy's edge in general it's just like in this purgatory between eight purgatory uh between seven and eight it's really hell it is Uh, just kidding (laughs) but also um, I would love for everything to be updated with the content. That was what I was kind of looking forward to when they told me Star Wars fair. Um, I don't know. It would be cool to, like, see new characters come in, like, Din Djarin Day or, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi Day.
0: Empire Day.
1: Oh, nobody's gonna go to
0: bed. Life Day.
1: Oh, I, oh, Sharon, do you remember when I pointed out that one family who was just like, Oh, it's a stormtrooper! Everybody get ready! And we're just like, ugh, storm ugh. stormtroopers.
0: <laughs>
1: um, anyways, uh, we've been kind of spoiling Rise of the Resistance for a little longer than I thought we would. You...
0: Alright, let's jump through uh, Duel of the Droids. Blah, 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 blah. Pew, 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 Okay, Vinny, first off, you have a correction.
1: Time for some corrections. Sorry about the mess. Sorry, sir. Excuse me. Um, yeah, whoops. Uh, so, Kevin Kiner's music is dope as F, and I was a fool for saying that one track was dumb after listening to it, like, a hundred times while well, I was... Editing, I was like,
0: you know, this isn't as bad as I remember. <laughs> hey, hey, this is pretty poppin'. Yeah, I, mean, I I still maintain that the music in that episode is jarring because even if it's like a cool track or whatever, it it just didn't vibe with like the whole Star Wars and like the musical. You know like...
1: what? It just wasn't your cup of tea. Like yeah, I'm into like EDM food. and stuff like that, so I see. But it took me a while. Like I had to listen to the track by itself a lot, Jared. I I like listen to stuff a lot. So like at some, it might have just been like me at like almost one in the morning being like (sighs) to myself. And but like um, I don't know. Like it's not that bad. Like. GG, Uh, Kevin Kider. Uh,
0: we can ad- we can admit it a mistake in our podcast.
1: Yeah, I mean that's why we have this segment. I'm sorry. sorry. No. I'm sorry for yeah. everything.
0: Oh, <laughs> don't be sorry for everything. Okay, so now that we're 40 minutes into our podcast, let's go into Duel of the Droids, directed by Rob Coleman and written by Kevin Campbell and Henry Gilroy. Um, for the icebreaker, do you, do we want to do it still? Yeah, why not? So this episode is about two droids fighting each other. Um my speaker question today is if you could pit one droid against the other in battle, um sort of like in a battle bot situation, um, which one would you choose? Um and how would you imagine the fight play out?
1: I G eleven versus K two SO, but it's the same make oh. and model but not their actual personalities, you know because I love them oh, so much. Uh, the, that sounds horrifying. It would be a battle to the absolute freaking death. It would, There would be oil and just carnage everywhere. I'd imagine, like, if we were to, like, have them factory reset to where it's just, like, ne- okay, now your enemy, that's your enemy. Obliterate them. Like, Yeah, yeah. It would be K- glorious, but also gory for droids.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, like q 2 so Like, he seems like a snide, like droid or whatever. But like, uh, playing Jedi Fallen Order, you really get to see that, like, oh, they're they're really horrifying. Um, and IG, in any IG, especially playing Jedi Fallen Order, he really seems. Oh, he's he, like it's scary. So it's like a slender
1: man of droids.
0: Yeah, and um. And like IG I feel like IG units sort of speak for themselves when it comes to like how frightening they can be. On the on the lighter side of things, my response is um, I wanna see a plunk droid fight two mouse droids tied together.
1: Oh my god. It'll Do they have okay. like a spinny wheel in the middle <laughs> of them? Does the I plunk don't... droid have a flipper on the front of it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, sure. They're just like plunk, plunk. And like, oh. and I think it'll be like a episode five situation where the, the plunk droid gets like knocked over.
1: Oh, Sharon! Mm-hmm. I love how our friends are egging us on now that because they listen to us and our stupid podcast and are like, y'all should make a plunk droid costume. Yeah, Vinny. <laughs> all I can you're imagine gonna, us if you're gonna get inside it, a... <laughs> I can only imagine us inside just like rubbermaid tubs. And then our f- both of our feet just being... Okay, and then me being like, all right, so I'm going to put my left leg out. That means you got to put your right leg out and then us trying to, like, walk. No. Oh, it's going to be so magical. But anyways,
0: yeah, we're getting a 3D printer. Yeah, and but for how gigantic the goddamn print bed is going to be, he better be able to print out an entire portal
1: Yes! Uh we're getting a Chiron by Anycubic. It's um they so had nice a mini people. sale for the new year and I got it it's for size of about four hundred
0: dollars. I love you. I love
1: you too. You
0: better print me a Plunk droid for I'm the gonna print you a you freaking
1: Rex, Sharon. Like this is like that's the reason I got such a large print bed, because I could print
0: are you going to make the files? Like, I don't. Anyways.
1: Oh, I would have to. Later. I think we would have to tag team it to where uh, we, like. Anyways, yeah. No, you're right. Let's get back to the episode. We're already 55 minutes in.
0: Okay, so non Star Wars fortune cookie. Oh, Keep yes. See the music.
1: You hold on to your friends by keeping your heart a little softer than your head.
0: Vinny, that's not the that's not the non-Star Wars friction cookie. Oh. But it's oh, the I episode mean, it's... fortune <laughs> cookie. <laughs> because it's so dumb, this episode. I have no... Like, it's, who wrote this? It, it's... Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait.
0: You hold on to your friends by keeping your heart a little softer than your head.
1: You are never selfish with your advice or your help.
0: Minnie, don't even don't even try it. Like, nothing's gonna beat this episode's fortune.
1: <laughs> oh, Minnie. Uh like uh, I just love how like fortune cookie these episode fortune cookies are. Like this one makes As little sense, like, uh, I don't know. Let's try and break it down, I guess. Um, You hold on to your friends by keeping your heart a little softer than your head.
0: Let's get into the episode. Alright, so Anakin and Ahsoka are able to trace R2-D2, and they attempt to save him. Um, R3-S6 is still working as a spy, and he's going to attempt to thwart the rescue mission off of uh, um, I believe they they find R two in a separatist battlesphere, which looks really cool. Yeah, it's um, a
1: listening post, uh, which is funny. You had recommended I read a book called Wild Space, and I have. I've just finished it today, and they talk about this mission, and I'm just like, wow, Clone Wars. Wow, it's, wow, the expanded universe. Wow, wow, Legends.
0: Want to oh. know how Dex got his diner? Okay, so um, Gonact is like trying to sell R2D2. R2D2 tries to like plan another escape. He like tries to cut a hole in the ship, and he sends out a transmission from the hole that he like is able to laser cut out. Um, it makes you sort of wonder like how many times between this episode and the last episode R2D2 was trying to escape.
1: Right, Um, where he has to pull out the good old plasma cutter.
0: um,
1: He sends the message, and Anakin receives it, and, um, Obi-Wan is like, you're not gonna try and do a rescue mission, and, like, Anakin and Ahsoka are both, like, look at each other and, like, yep, we're gonna try a rescue mission. Um, they take, like, a squadron of clones, um, who do we see? So we see Captain Rex. I think Echo.
0: No, I don't think Echo is in it. I think the only two clones that make it out, um, and the only two clones that have like names are Rex and Dino. Uh,
1: my bad. I always thought the one with the tears on their helmet was Echo. Uh, no. See, Echo this is why you're the expert.
0: The, no, Echo is the one that has like the palm print. Remember, because Rex was like. Um, Oh, blah, yes. blah blah blah, shiny clones, shiny <laughs> clothes, Pat, Pat, Not Pat, good boy, anyone.
1: Pats on your chest. Yes. Yeah.
0: So Echo is the one with that, and then Fives is the ARC trooper. Um. Um.
1: And yeah. So, it's kind of one. a tricky situation where Stubby, being this dirty spy he is, is kind of like causing trouble for them as they get onto the ship, and Rex has to, like, or, who who says it? I think it's Ahsoka who's, like, guess who has to carry this piece yeah. of
0: Detroit
1: <laughs> To Captain Rex.
0: Oh, uh, and... <laughs> I love their, like, cute little sibling relationship. I love, I love how the it clones, too. like, snicker. And I just, like, I, I really like Rex's personality Um, in this, or, like, what it develops to be, where, like, he sort of takes himself seriously enough where I think he could get embarrassed. By, like, having to do stuff, but at the same time, like, he's so willing to, like, do, like, the embarrassing weird stuff if it means that, like, um, the mission goes well and everyone is happy kind of thing. Right. It's like, um, like a, a like an older brother, you know? Yeah,
1: I love it. Oh, Sharon, I'm so, this is so comforting to hear that you're not one of, like, <sighs> I don't want to offend anybody again, but, like, the people who ship Rex and Ahsoka
0: uh yeah it's it's awkward
1: yeah because it's she's like a child and also he's like, like
0: a man. he's also like 12 but he's also
1: like yeah you know you're right you're you're right <laughs> he just looks old um
0: no i mean like the not to like not to try and justify like i do agree with you that it's sort of like skeevy um to like really shit really like um try and ship characters that are like younger um. And, right and like even weirder
1: uh like some people before we learned that like in resistance people were shipping kaz and torah like they didn't know their age until like they learned their age and they like i remember like some people would be like oh oh no
0: yeah <laughs> don't don't get, write like...
1: fan fiction before you learn people's ages homies
0: Oh my God! Yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I like, honestly, like, I don't understand, like, this whole, uh, like, people can do what they want. Like, I, like, obviously, like, you don't listen to me if you feel like a certain yeah, do way about it. And, yeah, do what you want. Yeah, do what you want. They're not fictional characters, but, um, I, I don't really get this, this proclivity to like, want to immediately ship things with other things. Like, I, I vaguely remember that I that I used to sort of do it in high school but now it's like a now it's like a 25 year olds like grandma mm-hmm. um, I I don't understand why, why people are so eager to like put people in relationships that they won't even like let like a whole episode go by just to like see something play out you know what I mean
1: right I mean I, I don't remember who said it I think think it was Filoni like before Rebels had come out where it was just like are we just gonna see Ezra and Sabine become a couple and him being like ah, well something in the future you never know whatever like a Filoni answer about it to where basically he was trying to get around it because he he doesn't want to be like written into a corner like let's just let these characters be
0: yeah, well, I mean, like, I I think it's one thing though to have like a non-committal answer about it, and I think it's another thing entirely when, um, yeah, I don't know, like, Dee clearly does like imagine Ahsoka as like a certain way. Like, there's a reason why spontaneous Right, gets, thats like, his baby storyline. I think, um, I like the idea of like a bisexual Ahsoka. Thank oh you,
1: no, dope! Yeah, do totes! Yeah.
0: Sweet Kaden. Uh, but yeah anyways, all right, so we can keep going. Um I Rex mean, okay, has a so jetpack. I know. I mean, even though he gets embarrassed for for wearing uh for wearing like the the giant the biggest baby cradle I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> um, man, does he look good in an arena jetpack.
1: Oh, yeah, he God. does. All of them do. All of the clone boys. Um yeah, I definitely I definitely enjoyed the fact that like the Jedi were just like, uh, jetpack, we don't need those. We're just gonna jump out, no problem. We'll just use the force. <laughs> we'll use the force. Oh um my God. Yeah, but like everything sounds like you could hear like oh, the sound engineering in this episode is wonderful because you see you can like really get the sense that you like you're jumping off of a ship and like the jetpacks. Don't fire again until the last second. I'm just like, oh boys, (laughs) your ankles must hurt. Oof, oof, hero. My ankles hurt just watching.
0: Oh yeah. Um, I like how as they're passing by through the sky, that like there are B1 droids just like hanging out.
1: Yeah, they're doing their jobs. They're
0: They're Um, yabs. And the meanwhile, like, so going back to, like, what's happening to R2, R2 um, is getting, like, broken apart.
1: Yeah, it's super eerie, like, a uh, knocked is, uh, uh, wait, 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 Ron Perlman is just, like. Taking every bit of piece of R2 apart, like you could see like the eye socket is out of place and like his head is removed like in what would be like a droid spine is visible. Yeah, it's yeah. super eerie and I'm just like, oh R2, my boy
0: You would be so okay. Surprised they did that to a face character. <laughs> I can't believe they did that to Kenny Baker. Um Yeah, so they they basically have a fight. Oh, like so General Grievous like is is like um basically it comes in, he's like trying to like break through and like oh like Ahsoka like just single hand like holding his own her own against like General Grievous. It's so heartening. Um and the fact that she was able to save Rex, uh oh, I, I like it I don't know. I I think about this a lot.
1: I mean just the fact that Okay, so basically, Stubby continues to be the Mom. asshole little spy droid that he is, and like they're at they're at the mission to like get to the engine room, I believe, and um, they're like Stubby open the door, and then like, but like, Grievous is uh he he had like ordered him to like buy them as sm- buy, buy like the droids time to catch up. And uh, Stubby is just, like, in the little interface doing the thing and uh, taking its sweet, sweet time to the point to where, like, Rex is, like, running out of time. And then another clone is, like, you know, I, c- I could probably just slice this myself. Um, Like, that's the thing. Like, I never took that into account that, like, dude, these clones are well trained. Like. They could probably do it themselves. They don't need to do- use a droid. They don't open the door in time, so the clones have to defend the gateway to the droid, who's probably not going to open the door anyways. Um, yeah. And then Rex catches up, and then Ahsoka has to separate and be like, don't worry, boys, I got you. Go on don't with worry, the mission. Bro. I'll be, be right Rex behind you. Like This
0: child.
1: I know, like, uh, oh, Grievous is just like, they sent a child to destroy my base? And then it's like, where's your master? So I don't think... Uh, this might be, like, the first time Ahsoka and Grievous meet because um, Grievous didn't know that Ahsoka was Anakin's padawan. Yeah, or at least they yeah. didn't get the vibe from it when their uh, yeah, interaction...
0: Cause... Because, like, we've only ever seen them, like, sort of square off in space battles. So I'm not surprised that he doesn't know who she is at this point. Well, in um, canon,
1: this is fairly early in the Clone Wars. Like, um, this is uh, right when Anakin gets the Resolute. Um, at least that's how it plays off in the timeline. I'm not sure yeah. if it's canon anymore, but that's also how it rolls in uh, Wild Space too.
0: Yeah. Anakin uh, yeah sort of just to we got to wrap up Vinny um it's past oh, my bedtime So Anakin saves R2 R2 gets jealous of R3 um in, in a way that almost seems like funny like like uh like as if they were like in some kind of romantic relationship and Anakin was cheating on him Um oh, meanwhile Ahsoka discovers that R3 is a stubby little backstabber um uh, And Anakin ends up exploding the entire battle sphere.
1: Yeah, and then R2 battles R3 in an epic well, as epic as two battle droids, or not battle droids, but R3 or R series units could be. Like, R R3 or R2 is just trying to open the gates because R3 locked it down! And, um,. R2 went off to open the gates and R3 catches up and they start bumping into each other kind of like Chopper and R2 in Rebels. But uh, R2 easily whips out the the oil slick slash uh, jetpack combo and wins the day. And eventually Anakin uh, gets R2 back. Um, All in all... Uh, this kind of reminds me of the scene from Men in Black One, where Agent uh, Agent K jumps into like the alien's mouth, being like, "I'm gonna get my gun back," and like just fearlessly getting like the thing that their their possession back that they love, and I love mm. that. Um, but yeah, uh, lots of foreshadowing that. in this episode. I really digged it. Like for it being like a droid episode that was like, to some people, this was like a filler episode. But like, as like a long living Star Wars fan and like a fan of Faloni, like there's no such thing as like filler episodes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just really love the ending where Obi-Wan is just like, You did what?
1: You did, I know. Huh? And like, in canon, like, if this is right after Wild Space, and like this whole time where like Anakin is trying to get his droid back, Obi-Wan and Bail Organa are trying to survive on this like Wild Space, like out in the like unknown regions and sectors on some like Sith planet that's trying to kill Obi-Wan through mind. F's.
0: he's so done
1: he's so done he's just like he you did what you risked your men for a droid one day anakin one day oh, oh. yeah he's oh. so upset like I, I thought he was upset in that other episode where he's just like anakin oh. but like this one he's just like anakin you know <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like a whole it's like a whole note higher <laughs> yeah anyways um so i'm sure we talked everyone's ear off let's blow up this taco stand and i'm gonna go to sleep yeah okay.
1: this is the way oh yeah oh yeah i have spoken
0: copy that lock yeah. in for three five